Hey friend, welcome to the Planter Podcast. Refocus on faith, growth, and lifestyle. This is a podcast that propels both men and women to live their God-given purpose one conversation at a time. I'm your host, Damio Shodi, and I'm so happy that you're here listening to the Planter Podcast. Hey everybody, uh, welcome to the Planter Podcast where we speak about faith, growth, and lifestyle. So today I have a really interesting topic called Grace Overgrind, over uh, which is a new concept for me. I've actually didn't know about the topic, but I'm happy to introduce to you all the person who introduced me to the topic. I'm happy and excited to introduce to you all Courtney Sanders. Courtney is the creator of Think and Grow Chick, a community where women can educate and empower each other in areas of personal development, finance, and entrepreneurship. Courtney also trains, coaches, and holds workshops for women in those areas nationwide. So, Courtney, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me, and thanks for coming out to my event in Miami a few months ago. You're welcome. It was fun. It was like one big fellowship. Basically, <laughs> awesome. it, was, it was really fun. So, I think we'll just get right into the discussion so my first question for you when it comes to Grace Over Grind, I think we should kind of explain what that is. And then mm-hmm. if you could kind of give us what led you to discover that concept. Yeah. Um, so Grace Over Grind is basically allowing God's grace or, I mean, God's input at all, because you'd be surprised how you know focused we can get on our goal and forget that like God even has a hand in it. So um, allowing God's leadership in your life for what you're doing versus feeling like you have to make everything happen yourself and you just have to be a superhero all the time and get no sleep and just like work so, 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 so hard. So obviously there's hard work in making your, your dreams come to pass, but I'm a believer that if you're operating in what God would have you to do, that there would be a supernatural energy that's brought to your efforts. And so it's like you do the work and then somehow the work is like multiplying in ways where it's like, wait, like I did what I was supposed to do, but why is it so great? Or why am I getting results that I didn't expect? And so that's, that's a sign that God's grace is, is operating in your life. So, um, yeah, grace versus grind is just, you know, challenging people, especially believers, um, because we're called to it to think about, are you grinding or are you allowing God's grace? Definitely understandable. I think for me, uh, especially this past semester, I've been in grind mode. Um, I was studying for my MCAT and the pre-med life is like, you know, got to study all these hours a day and, you know, basically almost die of stress. But it's like, well, at least you made it type of thing. And I had to realize that that wasn't really I wasn't operating in grace. Right. And I, and to be honest, like you're because you have a blog post on Grace Over Grind. That's where I found the concept. And it literally changed the way that I thought. I was like, dang, Dami, you've been doing this wrong this whole time, whole time. But <laughs> I'm so serious. And I was just like, wow, like I never really thought about that because it's true. We kind of just let ourselves kind of grind it out. But it's Mm -hmm. like God has enough grace for us to do it with a sense of ease. Yes. Yes. Definitely. So what led you or I guess what experiences did you have in your life that kind of alluded that you were so much or more in grind mode than in grace? 
Yeah, well, the whole how even thinking girl chick came about came about is totally like a god thing. Um, Cause I was really just at rock bottom um, at school, so I don't know if your listeners know my story, but like super brief. Um, Thing Girl Chick came about when I was trying to start a business um, as a college student, and I did the really irresponsible thing, which was just quit going to class and pursue my business. And um, I ended up losing my scholarship, getting into a lot of credit card debt um, in order to pay my way. And so um, I ended up meeting a mentor at a women's business conference. Um, which, side note, another guy thing. So that that was 10 years ago, and next week I'm traveling to the same conference. They asked me to come back out and mentor their, you know, new women who are coming in. So it's crazy how all things, um, you know, work together. But uh, someone threw my name in the hat back then and was like, oh, there's this big women's conference coming up. They're looking for female students who are interested in entrepreneurship. I know you're interested in entrepreneurship, so I just told them about you. And I ended up getting selected and got to go, and it was a great time. And one of the mentors there uh, gave me a lot of great, advice and strategies about um, uh, success and goal setting. Uh, she introduced me to the book Think and Grow Rich. And so I went home and read it and started applying those principles and principles from other personal development books um, to my life. And that's really how the brand started. And then um, it turned into a business. But me even getting to go to the conference at that time in my life was like, totally like it shouldn't have happened. You know, my grades weren't there. Um, I, I don't know that I met the minimums, um, but somebody overlooked something um, and they allowed me to come. The fact that um, I made a, a good impression when I was there and developed really great contacts and then started a blog and the right people just happened to read the blog and it just all kind of spun um, into what it is today. So have I worked hard? Absolutely. But I'm totally, uh, I totally recognize that God's hand has been on it every step of the way. Um, even with me getting back in school and, uh, graduating with top honors after previously almost flunking out and paying off of my credit card debt. And I mean, there's just so many things that happened in my story, um, that could had only had to be God. So, uh, once I graduated school and started working full time, um, I took a little break from thinking grow chick. It was still online and everything, but I just wasn't as active with it. And then, um, I started to feel like, man, I really need to get back into this. I have something here. I really want to, you know, do something with it. So I got really serious uh, at the end of 2014, beginning of 2015, of pouring and investing back into the brand and really trying to turn it into something. And so I noticed, I would say from that point, so like all of 2015 and the beginning of 2016, I was truly in grind mode, but it, it was almost an accident. I didn't mean to be that way, but I was so serious and focused on my business. I was like, all right, tell me what I need to do and I'll do it in order to be successful. And so I started listening to a lot of other podcasts, resources. I won't name names, but there's some very big, notable people who really preach the hustle, hustle, hustle mentality and grinding really hard. And that's what you have to do if you want to be successful. And so I was like, OK, like I will do whatever it takes. So I did it. Um, but I found myself feeling really burned out. I felt really disconnected from my husband. I felt bad that my friends were texting me and calling me. And it was like months since I had talked to them. My family was complaining, like, we never hear from you. And mind you, my family and friends and husband are all very supportive. So they knew that I was, you know, starting a business. So it wasn't like, oh, why are you working on your business? But it, what I was doing was re was really kind of over the top. And I was neglecting other areas of my life. And I started to feel convicted, honestly, that um, if success was going to come this way with yeah, you might make success happen in your business, but all these other areas of your life are falling apart, then can you really say that God is in it? 
And so just I started to feel really challenged. And you know how it is when God is working on you uh, about something. And then it seems like everything you see is, is about that message. So all the sermons on Sunday happen to be about what you're dealing with. And everything you read in the Bible happens to be about what you're dealing with. And so that's what it was for me. Like every message I came across was about, you know, are you letting God into your life and not just letting him in, but are you letting him lead and then you follow or are you trying to lead and you're, you're asking God to follow along and it doesn't work that way because God is God. He doesn't follow you. You follow him. Um, so I just I tried to ignore it and push it down and be like, I'm doing the right thing. I just, you know, need to be successful. You know, God's cool with what I'm doing. But I wasn't really like asking. My prayer life wasn't that great. Um, my Bible reading was like super inconsistent. Uh, and so finally, I just I just got so tired that I got to the point where I was like, wow, like I can't do this on my own the way that I have been doing this. I need some grace. I need some supernatural something to intercede. Otherwise, none of this is going to be successful. The business won't be successful. My marriage won't be successful. My friends and family won't be successful. Nothing will be. Um, and so it, it was only at that point where I started to um, really just ask God, you know, for help. Like, simple things, just submitting what I'm working on or God, I'm thinking about this project. What do you, what do you think? Or should I do this? Or, you know, praying about this situation, just really coming from a humbler spirit and more like wanting to be led. Um, and so from there, I was able to have uh, more discernment about things that I should be doing, things that I shouldn't be doing. Um, things just became more apparent to me, like, okay, that's the opportunity that you should go after. That's not the opportunity that you should go after. And so um, the ease started to come back, and I started to recognize it because there was a sense of ease in the beginning of my journey when I was first getting this started that uh, it was like, wow, all these doors are opening for me. And yeah, I do a good job or I, you know, shook the right hands or whatever. But the the level and the magnitude of success that was coming my way from just very simple things that I was doing didn't make sense. So that's how I knew, OK, God is like in this because this is like supernaturally happening. I don't know how these doors are opening. So once um, once I submitted again, that level of ease started happening where I would do something that I would expect to just give me like, you know, OK results. And it would be like, crazy, you know, ridiculous results. Um, so, so yeah, I think, uh, you notice when you're in and out of, um, grace or grind just by the level of exhaustion and, um, it feels very like forced. I don't know how else to say it. Cause I don't, I don't want people to mistake what I'm saying to think that you don't work hard. Oh, you do. Like <laughs> you always work hard, but, um, you work hard and, and things move and there's a flow to it. And it's like, all right, um, th there's not tension or friction with what you're doing. And up until that point, I felt like everything that I was doing had all this friction around and I just couldn't figure out why. Um, but then God revealed to me it was because I had totally cut him out of the picture and was just trying to do everything on my own. So, Wow. Um, thank you for that. Thank you for mm -hmm. um, sharing your story with us. I really appreciate that. Um, why do you think or what do you think fuels us to operate in such a grind mode like what's the reason behind why we just push so hard we have so much friction in what we're doing uh a few things some of it is the messaging right so we live in a world um that doesn't recognize um you know the idea that grace can be a part of your success story we live in a very individualistic society a very secular society that's all about like you know, you are the center of the universe and you make everything happen. And so it's all on you. And um, it's attractive because we like to think that we are, you know, people that, uh, you know, where the sun revolves around us. 
Um, but at the same time, people don't realize that it puts undue pressure on you when you adopt that mindset. And so very subconsciously, without even realizing it, when you uh, pick up those messages, you start to think like, man, you know, I have to make everything happen. And so a lot of what we want to achieve is not possible through our own strength. Like even successful people that you see, yeah, they're like, oh, I got up super early, or I stayed super late or whatever. But what they're not telling you is that there were really um, serendipitous moments, you know, in their story where they met somebody or somebody opened a door. There's always something like that where you get a break that you didn't really do anything for. It just happened. And so I don't know anybody who's successful who didn't have these kind of, um, you know, just fortunate circumstances just happen to happen to them uh, through no really accord of their own. Um, so since that is not talked about, people believe that they just have to grind it out in order to make it happen. And so they don't really believe that, um, there's a way, uh, there's a way to do it from a place of, uh, ease. So, you know, I think that's, it's really just the messages that, uh, we're, we're listening to. I definitely agree with that because, um, I guess I'll refer back when it comes to my education and my community of people. It's like, man, you do things until you can't sleep or mm-hmm. or you just, you know, you work till you're exhausted. Oh, I don't I, I don't sleep. No team, no sleep. I don't, I don't <laughs> like that. Yeah. That hashtag. I'm like, I need my sleep. Right. <laughs> I need right. My sleep. God said rest. So I'm going to rest. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't play with that. But yeah, yeah, it's so true. We're very in the society today. Um, self-centered or self-focused. Mm-hmm. And we yeah. aren't really looking that okay we can't do it by ourselves there's mm-hmm. no way that we can do it by ourselves and for us who are christians we understand and we know that we can't do it by ourselves but sometimes you know the kind of the lies of the world we think that oh mm-hmm. yeah we're gonna just do it ourselves i mean yeah. for me like i was like yeah i'm gonna study like six hours seven hours a day even though I'm yeah tired. i'm tired but i'm gonna do it either way you know right until one of my friends said to me she said like this blew my mind she said to me um God told me to tell you that you're relying more on your exam to get you into medical school than him. And I said, mm. <laughs> like, I, it was like, <laughs> it was like a boop on my head. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I had to really ask God for forgiveness that, wow, like, I'm so sorry that, you know, I've been ignoring you. Mind you, I've been praying. I was reading my Bible, mm-hmm. but it was coming from a place of, yeah, you know, you said rest, but I'm not going to do that. That's not what everybody <laughs> else did. So you know, but yeah, I, I definitely agree with you on that when it comes to what the world is kind of telling us or what surroundings are telling us. And a lot of the people, too, on, um, I guess, who are entrepreneurs, they kind of push mm-hmm. that mentality that you have to do it this way and it, it, you can only work. You have to work, 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 grind, grind, mm-hmm. grind, grind. And it's just like, but do I really though? But I, but yeah. I serve a good God, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I serve a good God. A God that wants me to have sustaining relationships, a God mm-hmm. who wants me to have uh, a great business, a great life, mm-hmm. and I yeah. shouldn't have to sacrifice my peace of mind to do that. Right. You know. So why do you think, especially for us who are Christian, it's so easy for us to kind of ignore the Holy Spirit in our daily lives? because uh, we want the glory. (laughs) We're all glory chasers, right? So um, even though 
intellectually you know or there's like a, a little voice in the back of your head that's like you really need should be praying about this because you need help there's a part of us that's like no I'd rather do it myself because then I could say I did it and everybody can be like oh my goodness you're the most amazing person ever and they can bow down and worship me like we don't say that but essentially that's like what we're going after so we're willing to risk making it harder uh, then it has to be if, you know, we feel like we can get the credit for what we do at the end. Like at the end of the day, most people don't want help because um, they just want the credit for themselves. And I mean, <laughs> I mean, all of us, you know, uh, we we are fallen in a fallen world. We have uh, sinful tendencies. You know, it's always a struggle to not want to make yourself like the object of worship or um, the object of like adulation and admiration from everybody because it feels great. Uh, so, you know, if you submit that to God and God opens doors for you where you're like, I don't know how this happened, then you have to say that, you know, you have to admit that. And people feel like if they have to admit, um, that God helped them or, I mean, if anybody helped them, I mean, even from a secular standpoint, people don't ask for help because they just don't want to give the credit. They don't want to share the glory, you know, with anybody else. So to say that I was not 100% you know, responsible for my success, uh, for whatever reason, makes people feel less than. And so they'd rather not have to make that admission. And so, you know, it's really easy to just be like, mm, I'm just going to ignore God and do it on my own. That's a really interesting outlook. I was also thinking that maybe sometimes people don't know how to identify the voice mm -hmm. of the Holy Spirit. Because you said that, you know, your prayer life was a bit inconsistent, but eventually you mm -hmm. got on track. So mm -hmm. maybe some people, it's like, maybe, I don't know, like, it's a, because sometimes, you know, like, you know, you maybe the Holy Spirit, but you're just not sure that mm -hmm. okay, maybe God is the one leading me. Maybe he's not the one leading me because what you heard is completely different than what you've been thinking completely. You know? I, you know, you know, though, I feel, I feel like we, we say that and like, even consciously we're like, I don't know, but there's that part of you deep, deep down that does know. That's why you're running from it. That's why you're avoiding it. Um, so I think, I mean, God speaks to everybody in a, in a unique way that's, you know, unique to your personal relationship. I know how God talks to me. Like, it's pretty unmistakable. And most of the time, if it's something I'm resisting and I'm like, oh, was that really God? And I'm trying to like ignore it or rationalize it. It's just amplifying the fact that it is God. And I just don't want to do it because it's, it's different than what I want it to do. But yeah, I definitely, uh, think that too it's just like yeah that deep 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 down <laughs> deep deep down it's like okay all right god all right i heard you i, I got yeah it. i got it yeah so well in your journey i guess to operating more in grace how did you learn to have more faith like what did you do in order to build your faith on like a daily basis oh man um i don't know for me it uh, I don't know if this, if I should even be admitting this, I feel like, you know, a bad Christian, but Girl, go God ahead. usually, <laughs> God usually gets to me. Like I have to be like broken of stuff. So very rarely is it like over time I'm diligent and you know, God is building the faith muscle. Usually it's, I'm running from what he's telling me to do. And I just keep rationalizing to myself like, oh, I can make this work. I can make this work. I can make this work. And then I hit something where it's like I'm so exhausted or I have a huge fight with my husband or um, I spend all my money or like something where I'm like, 
I have no choice. And I'm like, okay, God, I really messed this up. I need you to fix this. And from there, God's infinite grace and wisdom, completely undeserved. You know, God has always taken care of me, even when I was the one that was like screwing stuff up. And it's just so miraculous where I'm like, wow, like why, why didn't I do it this way? always like I should have always done it this way so um usually it's from those realizations where I'm like okay I I understand now like um I know what it feels like to be in pain uh to be spinning myself in circles and ignoring you like I'd rather not do that anymore let's just okay I got it guy let's do it the easy way um and from there um just sticking with them but I will say it is difficult though because even once you have those realizations and God does something like miraculous for you and you're like I'm on fire. I'm on track. Like, ah, whatever you want me to do. Um, you can still get, find yourself drifting and not necessarily because you're doing wrong things or whatever, but just, uh, you know, stuff that's happening in the world just in general. Like, uh, you are busy with school or work or you're working on a project and it's just very easy just to get like really focused and just have your mind distracted. So one thing that I have been doing that has been really helpful is, um, in my prayer life before I even open my mouth to ask for anything, to pray about my business, even before I pray about my marriage or family or anything like that. I pray to God asking for um, just to, to maintain the level of commitment in our relationship, me to him. So like, God, you know how I get, you know, that my focus can be really easily distracted in this day. Help me stay focused on your kingdom and the things that you would have me do. And so from there, then I start to make my request about whatever's going on in my personal life or in my business life. But I try to force myself where that's the first thing I'm praying because I know how I get. Like if I, I'm very like a track or uh, a type personality, one track mind, like when I get on a project, it's good because I have a, a deep level of focus. And so that allows me to, to do really well at things. But at the same time, I can get so focused that I'm back to like, oh, where's God again? I totally forgot. Um, so that's just for me in terms of building my faith, just like a constant reminder, like, okay, God, like the most important thing is like this relationship here. So help me with that. And then from there, I make my request. Right. And I feel you on that. Because like for me, I have amnesia. Sometimes I'll be on fire, be like, yes, God, you got it, God, you got my life, God. And then, like, something happens, and I'm just like, wait, what? Like, I just get knocked off my feet, like, oh, my goodness, that I was on fire for you, and then now I've completely forgot, and I'm trying to take Mm -hmm. things into my own hands. I think that's really interesting that that's how God deals with you, with circumstances like that. I think, oh yeah yeah that's 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 interesting that you would be able to equate that okay maybe i overstepped something or i overdid something that's why this may be happening let me go check with god like for it, me it, okay go ahead oh, i was just gonna say it comes in waves though it'll be it'll be i do something and i have that little inkling in my gut that like that's probably not what god would would have had you do and then my tendency is to be like oh god doesn't mind it's not that big of a deal and then it'll be usually then it's like a person so I hear a sermon or random or I, I read something in a magazine, like something else where it's like kind of scary, like speaking to my situation. I'm like, what the heck that this is literally what I'm dealing with. And then I'll see something else. Like usually it's like waves of um, just things I'm seeing people I'm talking to. And the message is like beating me over the head where I'm like, God, you are hilarious. Like, I don't know how you orchestrated all of this. Um, 
I mean, God always does that with me. I was joking with my husband. We went to L.A. just for fun to blow off some steam and uh, just relax for a little bit. But uh, there was some other stuff that we were working on um, with our church that we were kind of praying about and kind of like, oh, we don't know how we feel about this. And so we went to this other church just like random. And the sermon was like exactly the thing that we were talking about to the point where we were like, what the heck? Like, really, guy, you're just going to follow me like all over the country. Like, I can't go anywhere without you like talking to me about this issue. So um, it's just gotten to the point now where like God is very clear with me and I, I completely understand what it is. Uh, usually it's an obedience issue. Like, am I, am I going to do it the first time he's made it clear? Is he going to have to keep sending messages to the point where I'm like, OK, I got it. That's hilarious. You <laughs> said, is she going to keep following me everywhere? I, I know. I'm like, for real? <laughs> but yeah, sometimes it's like that. I think for me, it's like a burning, like something in my heart. I don't know how to explain uh, it, but it's just like a, you did that wrong. Why'd you do that? And it's like, oh, okay. All right. Let me, you know, I don't know. Do something about it. I don't know. Like, it's just yeah. more like for me, it's a, like, I just feel it in my heart that something is not right per mm-hmm. se. Yeah, I've had a few instances where it's like I'll be in a sermon or I'll be somewhere and it's like what I've been praying for or what what it was on my heart was being said. Mm-hmm. Like especially um for me I had and I'm still growing in it faith wise. That's why I always like to talk to people about faith. Mm-hmm. Um I was struggling so much in growing my faith uh in these past couple of months because you know, when you're doing something and you don't see the results of like the work that you're putting in it Mm -hmm. really can just like put a damper on you know your faith and Mm -hmm. literally it was like person after person sermon after sermon on the same exact topic and there was one time I remember I was sitting in church with my friend and I don't remember what my pastor said I just remember her she said something and literally it's like my spirit just knew like and I was Mm -hmm. just like all right I got it God I got it <laughs> yeah, no, I, I definitely understand you on that, you know. Yeah. God is yeah. gonna guide us through like where he wants us to go and that's another thing about his grace. I think that's so amazing that he's never gonna leave you. Even if yeah. you steer far left and I've steered far left, he's gonna bring mm-hmm. you right back to where yep. you need to be. So Yeah. And another thing with growing your faith is like being real with God. I think that has helped me a lot because I used to avoid prayer because I thought it had to be like super formal, you know, in the morning, light a can, and I do that and I love it, you know, but, um, if I, if I missed that or if I, I woke up late or something like that, then I was like, oh, you know, I blew, I blew my opportunity. Can't talk to God today. And then I would just like, you know, go a whole week uh, without praying because I couldn't make that type of situation happen. But I'm just learning to like, literally pray moment by moment about everything that I'm doing. Um, you know, whatever is going on, like, anything that's stressing me out, even if it's not stressing me out, even if it's like a happy occasion or whatever, just like, well, God, this is really awesome. Like just getting into a place where you're in constant communication, um, and not being afraid to pray bold prayers. That's actually something I've, you know, worked on, I think over the last year in terms of coming to the throne boldly, like scripture says, and not being timid, like, Oh God doesn't want to do this for me, but you know, asking boldly. And those times when my faith is really rocked, you know, being, being okay with saying like, God, I need, I need you to show me something right now. Like I am really borderline here. Like, I don't know what is going on. Like I need to see something immediately God, And I need to know that it is you, you can pray that like you can ask God and he'll do it. Like every time 
every time I've done that, and I and I was serious, like sincere, like God, I need this, and you know I need this, I need this right now, God. Something happens, and it's like, wow, you know. So yeah, just praying boldly and uh, praying without ceasing. That's real. That's definitely real. I'm in that season right now. I'm like, Lord, <laughs> I need to see you. <laughs> mm-hmm. I really need to see something, cause yeah, sometimes it's like. You know, you're on the borderline, like you said, like you're really Mm -hmm. on the borderline and you just have to express to God that, look, man, this is what's going on. This is how I'm feeling. I Mm -hmm. really, really need you right now. Mm -hmm. So I I'm all for that. Uh, Courtney, one last thing uh, before you go is how can people um, get in contact with you? Where can they find you? Because I'm I'm sure people are going to be like, oh, my God, who's that girl? Ah! You can find her. Um, all over the internets, all over the interwebs, um, as think and grow chick. So on Instagram, it's think the letter in and then grow chick. I say when I got on Instagram, Instagram was a hater because they had uh, a character limit. So I couldn't fit the whole think and grow chick. Um, so it's truncated. It's think and then the letter in and then grow chick. Um, but everywhere else it's the full think and grow chick. So on Facebook. So I hang out mostly on Instagram and Facebook. I do lots of different live streams and different things. Um, and I also invite your community to join my free accountability group. So I have a free Facebook group. There's over 7,000 women in there uh, just supporting each other as they go towards their dreams. And so if you go to my website, thinkandgrowchick.com, you'll see it as soon as you show up on the website. It's right there. Uh, you can sign up and you get all the details for that. So that's that's where you can find me. All right. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I am so honored and I really appreciate it. And you shared so much words of wisdom. So. Oh, wow. Thank you for having me. Of course. No, because your your blog post really like you don't understand. It really opened up my eyes. That was a God moment. It was like, wow. Mm-hmm. And then I even listened to your um, your I read your ebook. I went mm-hmm. through the exercises and listened to the audio. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, dang. Like, where, what? <laughs> you know? So yeah. thank you so much for being so obedient and, and putting that out there. Oh, you're welcome. You're, you're really welcome. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did creating it. If you'd like to stay in contact, please follow me on social media, on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The Planter. So T-H-E-P-L-A-N-N-T-E-R. And you can also follow the blog and comment and just have conversation with me at theplanter.com. So again, T-H-E-P-L-A-N-N-T-E-R.com. Would love to hear from you. Thank you so much and stay tuned for the next episode.